This is Love Marriage Again with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to embrace their marriage and feel completely in love with their husbands again. If you are a wife looking to create a happier marriage by transforming yourself, you've come to the right place. Here you will be inspired to fully accept your husband, be in control of your own happiness, and create a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan. I am so excited to be back with you here on a new episode of the podcast. I hope that you are doing great. (laughs) I'm doing great today. I am super excited. I had a photo shoot couple of weeks. It was like 10 days ago now. And over the weekend, I got my photos back and I can't wait to share them with you. And I want to invite you to join me on Instagram. If you're not there following me already, I will be sharing many of them there. You can find me on Facebook as well. But I really love Instagram right now, and that's where you'll see me as well. So my Instagram handle is at Siobhan Parat. It's C-H-A-V as in Victor, O-N-N-E, P as in Peter, E-R-O-T-T-E. So come on and join me over there too and say hello. Ah, today we're going to be talking about the difference between responsibility and responsiveness. And I'm so excited to bring this distinction to you. It's something that this week alone, I've probably had five or six conversations with different people, um, clients and potential clients about. So, If you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, I'm sure you have heard me talk about how as adults, we are responsible for how we feel. If you haven't heard, (laughs) there you go. (laughs) That's the news of the day. Um, And if you have heard and still haven't bought it yet, keep with me, right? I am committed to helping you have this insight and awareness because it's literally a huge game changer. So what I mean by that is this. There are things that happen, especially in marriage, right? There are things that your husband says, things that your husband does, ways that your husband is that trigger you and you ultimately come to realize you have an emotion around it, right? You're hurt, you're sad, you're angry, you feel rejected, you feel disappointed. Those are real emotions, right? So I'm not taking anything away from how you might be feeling emotionally. But the step that most people miss in between is he says something or does something, and then you have a thought about it. 
you have an interpretation, you have a perspective, you have a perception of what his words or actions mean. And it is that place, right? Whatever you are thinking about what he has said or done, that is directly responsible for how you feel. And so when I talk about this concept of responsibility, like emotional responsibility, it means that you have an awareness that the way you feel is really a function of what you are thinking and that your husband just provided the trigger. He's just the event or the circumstance that is happening or taking place you have beliefs about it or thoughts about it or expectations about it that then lead you to feel a certain way. And it's important to distinguish the facts of what he's doing from your interpretation of it because that's where you have all of the power to direct your emotional well-being. This is how he could say something And you could choose to interpret it in a way that leaves you feeling empowered, that leaves you feeling at peace, that leaves you feeling content, rather than automatically jumping to feeling offended or feeling disappointed or feeling angry. You control your emotions based on how you choose to interpret or see a particular situation. And so when I talk about responsibility versus responsiveness, there are two different angles and two different ways to look at this, right? So on the one hand, there are people, right, you listening to this podcast, who might be pretty deeply entrenched into the story that your husband should make you feel a certain way. He should do things that make you feel happy. He should do things that make you feel heard and understood and supported and encouraged. And maybe he should, right? I'm not here to take those desires away from you. It is your right to have those beliefs. It is your right to have those desires and to want those things from him. There's nothing wrong with wanting what you want. But if he's not fulfilling that, right, if he's not doing and saying all the things you believe he should be doing and saying so you feel happy, so you feel heard, so you feel understood, then you're sort of left not really knowing what to do and being out of power over your emotions, right? It's like you're literally just handing them over to him and saying like, okay, if you don't do this, then I'm just going to be upset. I'm going to be sad. And you never have to make that choice. And so what I like to introduce is this idea that a potentially better place, and by better, I mean a place where you can start feeling better is not necessarily making your husband responsible for how you feel, but requesting and looking for responsiveness, right? So instead of saying, you have to do this in order for me to be happy, 
what you really can start to look for is, is he responsive, right? Like, is he willing to listen? Is he willing to hear me out? And do I just need some acknowledgement? Do I just need a place to air out some of my thoughts and feelings? And can I then, after I've had the opportunity to do that, take them back and be responsible for it? Because to have him be responsible for how you feel is a really heavy lift. I always liken it to like, you want him to come inside your body, change your hormonal um, balance and make you feel a certain way, right? When we, when we put it that way, it's rather silly and it's just not going to happen. But what you can request is responsiveness. And in most instances, right, he's going to want to be more responsive than responsible, right? Just think about that for a moment. If what you're just asking is, hey, can you just hear me out here? Can you just try to understand where I'm coming from? And that's all you're asking. That's a much easier lift for him than you going to him and saying, well, I need you to do this so I can feel this way, right? Who's going to sign up for that? That is so much weight and responsibility on his shoulders, that's actually quite unnecessary. And so when you request responsiveness, right, you also have to be open to the fact that he may not be responsive, but let's assume that he is, right? If he's with you and he's committed to your relationship, nine times out of 10, he actually does want to be responsive, but he doesn't want to be responsible, right? He doesn't want to be the cause of how you feel. And if you go to him just with like, hey, I'd just like to talk this through. I'd like to get your perspective on it. This is how I'm feeling. How do you see it? If you go with just an open heart, looking for him to just be there as a listening ear, you're going to feel a lot better because that's going to be an expectation that he'll have a greater chance of meeting, okay? So you want responsiveness. Responsiveness is just being there to listen, being there to understand, being there to take something in right? Like you're responsive when you take something in. Not to be confused with like responding, (laughs) right? Because a lot of times you'll go to him wanting him to respond, meaning you want him to say a certain thing and you want him to do a certain thing. Not talking about that. If we can just get to the place where you can find sufficiency and satisfaction with him just taking it in, right? Now, This goes the other way as well. I spoke to a lot of people this week also who had a spouse who wanted them to be responsible (laughs) for how they felt. Or even as women, because we're so nurturing and we're so in tune with other people's emotions, we might take on the belief that we are responsible for how someone else feels. I have clients who come to me like, well, I want to learn how to meet his needs. I want to learn how to sort of cater to some of the things he's been asking of me. 
And what I say there, again, is the same philosophy. There's a difference between being responsible for how he interprets situations, how he interprets certain behaviors, how he chooses to make meaning of things versus being responsive, right? And so, again, if you have a spouse who is unhappy or frustrated or sad or hurt, you're not responsible for the emotions they are feeling in their body. You're not responsible for his thoughts. You're not responsible for his interpretation. But you can be responsive to that, right? And so being responsive to it is just tuning into the fact that someone you love and care about is feeling a way that they probably don't want to be feeling. They're feeling some some negative emotion, whether it's anger, whether it's frustration, whether it's sadness, hurt, rejection, disappointment, whatever the case may be. And so instead of you feeling like you have to take ownership of what they're thinking and what they're feeling in their body, I want you to just focus on making a heart-to-heart connection with the fact that someone you care about is hurting for whatever reason, right? You don't have to agree with why they're hurting. You don't have to agree with what they believe has happened or what they're blaming you for per se, but it's looking past all of those surface level details and seeing at the end of the day, someone you care deeply about is hurting. They are sad. And whether they're projecting you to be the cause of their sadness or their anger, you can connect with the fact that this is their experience. This is what they are going through right now. And you can just be responsive to that. And I was coaching um, someone today on it. And I just said, you know, like, how would you respond knowing that your spouse was just in pain or hurt or frustrated about something? And the response was like, wow, yeah, I wouldn't want them to feel that way. I feel bad that that's how they feel. And that's what responsiveness is, right? It's not saying, okay, I'm wrong. I'm apologizing. Sorry. When you don't really feel sorry, but responsiveness is just tuning into, okay, wow, I'm really sorry that you're feeling that way. I'm really sorry that this is the experience you are having. I'm really sorry that you're sad. I don't want you to feel sad. Notice the difference, how you're not saying, oh, it's all my fault. You're just expressing love and concern for someone you care about who is feeling a negative emotion. And so that's it. I I just wanted to sort of, I guess, this is like me getting on my soapbox moment to remind all of us that we are never responsible for how someone feels in their body and they are never responsible for how we feel in our body. That the pathway to any emotion is by whatever you're choosing to think. I've talked a lot about how sometimes when things happen, We choose an interpretation that causes us to feel bad. And if you imagine yourself sitting at a table, 
right? Like a 10 seater table, you're at this one seat. And when you sit at this one seat and think these certain thoughts, you feel a certain way. But if you want to begin to take responsibility for your own emotions instead of waiting for your husband to make you feel a certain way, all you have to do is get up out of your seat and sit in another one. Take a different perspective. Look at things from a different angle. If that doesn't make you feel better, get up again. Sit at the next seat. Take a different perspective. How can I see this differently? What am I telling myself that's making this a problem for me? That is emotional responsibility. That is a maturity level in your emotional life where you are not looking for anyone outside of you to be responsible for how you feel. And again, responsiveness is just empathizing and connecting with the emotions that someone you care about is feeling. You don't have to agree. You don't have to take responsibility for how they're feeling. You can just be responsive to the fact that they have the emotion they are having. And you can request that of your spouse as well as an invitation, not a mandate, (laughs) not a demand, just an invitation. Can you see how I feel? Can you understand that this is what my experience is? So there you have it. Responsibility versus responsiveness. I strongly suggest we all start living in the land of responsiveness. It will make things so much easier. And of course, as I always say, if I can be of assistance, if you are at a place where you are ready for some professional help and support to move you along in these concepts 10 times faster than trying to make sense of it all on your own, in your own head, definitely reach out to me. I invite you to consider working with me one-on-one in a matter of six months we will change so much about how you are experiencing your marriage. We will change so much about how you think about yourself, how you think about your husband, how you think about some of the challenges you face as a couple. And by changing the way you think, you open yourself up to new solutions. So if you are tired of having the same conversation about the same issues over and over and over again, if you are tired about having the same frustrations and the same disappointments, it's time to do things differently. I am the person to help you do that. So the way you connect with me is you go to my website, drshavon.com. There is a link that you can click. It says, work with me. You schedule an appointment right into my calendar. I meet you on the phone on the other side or via Zoom if you are international. And there we go from there. So please take advantage of that. If you are looking for help, I can definitely help you. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. I'll be back with you soon. Bye for now. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. 
download it at bit.ly forward slash 13 marriage beliefs. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 13 marriage beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.